Daughters of Zion, weep no more. Pack your bags, we're going home. Shake off your captivity. Today's a day we shall be free. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. 
Good morning, guys. That was Bye Bye Babylon um, by Elevation Worship featuring the Valley Boys. So that's a new one for you guys this morning. You're listening to Sister on Scripture on this Monday morning, August the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Good morning, and I'm glad to have you here. I hope everybody's ready for this new book that we're beginning today, and that is The Lamentations of Jeremiah. Um, and last week we finished up the book of Jeremiah, and so we're going to go into Lamentations today on Thursday at 11 a.m. That one, I'm not sure if we're going to go ahead and start Ezekiel, because that'll be the next book that we'll go to, or if um, if God's going to lead me. He's kind. I feel like God is leading me to um, read something out of the Founder's Bible. So I'm just going to pray on it and see where God um, leads me on that. So that way, um, I don't like to start a new week or start a new book at the middle of the week. So I really like to start the new books on Mondays. Um, For those of y'all that are new joining in, I see we have one here that's new. Good morning. Um, This is Sister on Scripture. The show is... um, of course, on Scripture. Today's the Book of Lamentations. This show is on Monday and Thursday live at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, sorry, I was trying to do the math. 7 a.m. Pacific Time. No, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Gosh, it's Monday, guys. Hi. Um, anyway, we're going to dive into Lamentations. If you've got your Bible, I'm in the 1977 edition NASB. Just for some background on Lamentations, it's the work of one who had a broken heart. And if, as has been the traditional view, Jeremiah was the author, it serves as a supplement to his longer work, which we just covered. Certainly, the author was a witness to the destruction of Jerusalem and its aftermath in 586 BC. And the book is largely comprised of elegies for Jerusalem. The author alternates between horrifying accounts of the destruction of the city and the suffering of its inhabitants. Descriptions and confessions of the sin which caused it, appeals for divine help, and the holding out of hope because of God's great mercy. The overall overall tone is melancholy. In the midst of the gloom, the author framed the first four chapters in a beautiful literary device called an acrostic. Chapters one, two, and four each have 22 verses corresponding to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And the first word of each verse begins with a different letter in order through the alphabet. Chapter 3 does the same thing in blocks of three verses for a total of 66. Although chapter 5 also has 22 verses, no acrostic is present. To this day, Jews use limitations in their religious calendar to mourn the destruction of Jerusalem. Chapter 1. How lonely sits the city that was full of people. She has become like a widow who was once great among the nations. She, who was a princess among the provinces, has become a forced laborer. She weeps bitterly in the night. And her tears are on her cheeks. 
She has none to comfort her among all her lovers. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Judah has gone into exile under affliction, and under harsh solitude she dwells among the nations. But she has found no rest. All her pursuers have overtaken her in the midst of distress. The roads of Zion are in mourning, because no one comes to the appointed feast. All her gates are desolate. Her priests are groaning. Her virgins are afflicted, and she herself is bitter. Her adversaries have become her masters. Her enemies prosper, for the Lord has caused her grief because of the multitude of her transgressions. Her little ones have gone away as captives before the adversary, and all her majesty has departed from the daughter of Zion. Her princes have become like bucks. They have found no pasture, and they have fled without strength. Before the pursuer, in the days of her affliction and homelessness, Jerusalem remembers all her precious that were from the days of old, when her people fell into the hand of the adversary, and no one helped her. The adversary saw her, they mocked at her ruin. Jerusalem sinned greatly, therefore she has become an unclean thing. All who honored her despise her because they have seen her, her nakedness. Even she herself groans and turns away. Her uncleanness was in her skirts. She did not consider her future. Therefore, she has fallen astonishingly. She has no comforter. See, O Lord, my affliction, for the enemy has magnified himself. The adversary has stretched out his hand over all her precious things. For she has seen the nations enter her sanctuary, the ones who thou didst command, that they should not enter into thy congregation. All her people groan, seeking bread. They have given their precious things for food to restore their lives themselves. Themselves, See, O Lord, and look, for I am despised. Is it nothing to all you who pass this way? Look and see if there is any pain like my pain, which was severely, severely dealt out to me, which the Lord inflicted on the day of his fierce anger. From on high he sent fire into my bones, and it prevailed over them. He has spread a net for my feet. He has turned me back. He has made me desolate, faint all day long. The yoke of my transgressions is bound. By his hand they are knit together. They have come upon my neck. He has made my strength fail. The Lord has given me unto their, into their hands of those against whom I am not able to stand. The Lord has rejected all my strong men in my midst. He has called an appointed time against me to crush my young men. The Lord has trodden as in a winepress, the virgin daughter of Judah. For these things I weep. My eyes run, sorry, my eyes run down with water because far from me is a comforter, one who restores my soul. My children are desolate because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands. There is no one to comfort her. The Lord has commanded concerning Jacob that the ones, ar the ones around him, sorry, the ones round about him should be his adversaries. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. The Lord is righteous for I have rebelled against his command. Hear now, all peoples, and behold my pain. My virgin and my young men have gone into captivity. 
I called to my lovers, but they deceived me. My priests and my elders perished in the city. While they sought food to restore their strength themselves, see, O Lord, for I am in distress. My spirit is greatly troubled. My heart is overturned within me. For I have been very rebellious in the street the sword slays. In the house it is like death. They have heard that I groan. There is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my calamity. They are glad that thou hast done it. Oh, that thou wouldest bring the day which thou hast proclaimed, that they may become like me. Let all their wickedness come before thee and deal with them as thou hast dealt with me for all my transgressions. For my groans are many and my heart is faint. Chapter 2 God's anger over Israel. How the Lord has covered the daughter of Zion with a cloud in his anger. He has cast from heaven to earth the glory of Israel and has not remembered his footstool. In the day of his anger, the Lord has swallowed up. He has not spared all the, inhab all the habitations of Jacob. In his wrath, he has thrown down the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought them down to the ground. He has profaned the kingdom and its princes. In fierce anger, he has cut off all the strength of Israel. He has drawn back his right hand from before the enemy, and he has burned in like Jacob a flaming fire, consuming round about. He has bent his bow like an enemy. He has set his right hand like an adversary and slain all that were pleasant to the eye. In the tent of the daughter of Zion, he has poured out his wrath like fire. The Lord has become like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all its palaces. He has destroyed its strongholds and multiplied in the daughter of Judah, mourning and moaning. And he has violently treated his tabernacle like a garden booth. He has destroyed his appointed meeting place. The Lord has caused to be forgotten the appointed feast and the Sabbath in Zion. And he has despised king and priest in the indignation of his anger. The Lord has rejected his altar. He has abandoned his sanctuary. He has delivered into the hand of the enemy the walls of her palaces. They have made a noise in the house of the Lord as in the day of an appointed time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just totally messed that one up. He has delivered into the hand of the enemy the walls of her palaces. They have made a noise in the house of the Lord as in the day of an appointed feast. The Lord determined to destroy the wall of the daughter of Zion. He has stretched out a line. He has not restrained his hand from destroying. And he has caused rampart and wall to lament. They have languished together. Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has destroyed and broken her bars. Her king and her princes are among the nations. The law is no more. Also, her prophets find no vision from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of, of Zion sit on the ground. They are silent. They have thrown dust on their heads. They have girded themselves with sackcloth. The virgins of Jerusalem have bowed their heads to the ground. My eyes fail because of tears. My spirit is greatly troubled. 
My heart is poured out on the earth because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. When little ones and infants faint in the streets of the city, they say to their mothers, where is grain and wine as they faint like wounded, like a wounded man in the streets of the city, as their life is poured out on their mother's bosom? How shall I admonish you? To what shall I compare you, O daughter of Jerusalem? To what shall I liken you as I comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For your ruin is as vast as a sea. Who can heal you? Your prophets have seen, have seen for you false and foolish visions, and they have not exposed your inequity so as to restore you from captivity, but they have seen for you false and misleading oracles. All who pass along the way clap their hands in derision at you. They hiss and shake their heads at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city which they said the perfection of beauty, a joy to all the earth? All your enemies have opened their mouths wide against you. They hiss and gnash their teeth. They say, we have swallowed her up. Surely this is the day for which we waited. We have reached it. We have seen it. The Lord has done what he purposed. He has accomplished his word, which he commanded from the days of old. He has thrown down without sparing, and he has caused the enemy to rejoice over you. He has exalted the might of your adversaries. Their heart cried out to the Lord, O wall of the, I'm sorry, O wall of the daughter of Zion, let your tears run down like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief. Let your eyes have no rest. Arise, cry aloud in the night. At the beginning of the night watches, pour out your heart like water before the presence of the Lord. Lift up your hands to him for the life of your little ones who are faint because of hunger at the head of every street. See, O Lord, and look, with whom hast thou dealt thus? Should women eat their offspring, the little ones who are born healthy? Should priest and prophet be slain in the sanctuary of the Lord? On the ground, in the streets, lie young and old. My virgins and my young men have fallen by the sword. Thou hast slain them in the day of thine anger. Thou hast slaughtered, not sparing. Thou didst call as in the day of an appointed feast. My terrors on every side. And there was no one who escaped or survived in the day of the Lord's anger. Those I bore and reared, my enemy annihilated them. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty deep. You know, he says, and there was no one who escaped or survived in the day of the Lord's anger. Nobody. Gone. Jeremiah 3. I'm sorry, Jeremiah 3. Lamentations 3. Jeremiah shares Israel's affliction. And just as a, um, well, we'll go into that in a minute. I was going to give you a note, but I'll wait till we get to that part. I am the man who has seen affliction because of the rod of his wrath. He has driven me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. Surely against me, he has turned his hand repeatedly all the day. He has caused my flesh and my skin to waste away. 
He has broken my bones. He has besieged and encompassed me with bitterness and hardship. In dark places, he has made me dwell. Surely against me, he has turned his hand repeatedly all the day. Uh, I'm sorry. I just repeated a part that I was at. I had to get the doggy. Sorry, guys. All right, I'm just going to restart uh, Jeremiah 3. Sorry, Bella was down here whining. And I had to pick her up because if not, y'all were going to hear a lot of yelping. I am the man who has seen affliction because of the rod of his wrath. He has driven me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. Surely against me he has turned his hand repeatedly all the day. He has caused my flesh and my skin to waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and encompassed me with, a bitterness, with bitterness and hardship. In dark places he has made me dwell, like those who have long been dead. He has walled me in so that I cannot go out. He has made my chain heavy. Even when I cry out and call for help, he shuts, my, he shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with hewn stone. He has made my paths crooked. He is to me like a bear lying in wait, like a lion in secret places. He has turned aside my ways and torn me to pieces. He has made me desolate. He bent his bow and set me as a target for the arrow. He made the arrows of his quiver to enter my inward parts. I have become a laughingstock to all my people, their mocking song all the day. He has filled me with bitterness. He has made me drunk with wormwood. And he has broken my teeth with, gra with gravel. He has made me cower in the dust. And my soul has been rejected from peace. I have forgotten happiness, so I say, my strength has perished, and so has my hope from the Lord. And you think about that, where he says in verse 16, he says, and he has broken my teeth with gravel. It makes you wonder if they, you know, everything was so bad that they were actually eating dirt and gravel and clay and stuff from the ground. Verse 19, remember my affliction and my wandering, the wormwood and bitterness. Surely my soul remembers and is bowed down within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. Lamentations is the most melancholy book in the prophets. The author was so overwhelmed by the destruction of Jerusalem, the sin which produced it, and the suffering which resulted that he found it difficult to be diverted from his somber mood. You know, he's, he's wailing out. He's very sad and just very melancholy. Yet in the midst of his gloom, 
this passage sparkles as one of the most beautiful expressions of hope and trust in the Old Testament. So I'm going to read it again. That's 322 to 24. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. That's faith. That's hope. Therefore, I have hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It is good that he waits silently for that salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he should bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and be silent since he has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. Perhaps there is hope. Let him give his cheek to the smiter. Let him be filled with reproach. For the Lord will not reject forever. Cause his grief, then he will have compassion according to his abundant loving kindness. For he does not afflict willingly or grieve the sons of men to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the land, to deprive a man of justice in the presence of the Most High, to defraud a man in his lawsuit of these things the Lord does not approve. Who is there who speaks and it comes to pass unless the Lord has commanded it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both good and ill go forth? Why should any living mortal or any man offer complaint in view of his sins? Let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. See there, the writer is, is saying, you know, it's not God doing it to the people. It's what the people have done to themselves. And, you know, just like we were talking about um, early on, in like Genesis and Exodus, how God's punishments were harsh, you know, when he was establishing what his laws and the covenants were, he laid down, you know, harsh punishments. And it was for the people's protection, for his children's protection. Because as we, you know, as we are parents and we have our children, you're going to, you know, if they're getting, if they're doing something that's extremely dangerous, that could cause them harm, you know, especially if it's a, a sudden thing that you're not expecting, like say they go running towards the road or go to put their hand on a, on a stove, especially if it's, you know, like an electric stove and they may not think it's hot, you know, if they're an older child. Um, and it be hot or even like gas ones, you know, oh, that's pretty flame. Let me see that. Ow! And then, you know, next thing you know, you got third degree burns or hit by a car or something. So you've got to, you know, God was laying down harsh punishments was by, you know, I mean, to get them to follow his commands. And because the consequence of the sin was great. You know, because each time we sin and don't repent, it's like, we're like Swiss cheese. We're putting holes in ourselves. And those holes can't be repaired or mended until we repent and, and we seek to change. Because of Jesus, we're able to even have that covenant that Jesus 
standard for us because he saw that we were sinners. He saw that, you know, that was going to be the only way for the children to be saved because evil, while allowed to rule the earth, was manipulating heavily then, just like it is now. It's really interesting how, you know, people don't want to have the accountability on their actions and what they do. And instead, you know, just like with, in Job, Job's friends were saying that it was something Job had done. And it wasn't, it wasn't nothing Job had done in that case, but they automatically assumed it's somebody else's, you know, fault. Job blamed himself even. Or like, you know, we see it a lot where, you know, especially like the reparations for slavery. That's one of them that really get me is because slavery has been gone 200, what, almost 200 years? Over 200 years? And still, people don't, a lot of people don't want to, when they're pushing that one narrative, they they make it out to be like it was just black people or African-American, people of color that were slaves. But in fact, it wasn't just people of color. There were slaves of all colors. Granted, the, the majority may have been of African-American descent. But, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened that... You don't just get something for nothing. You don't get to go out and say, well, I was harmed by that because they, you weren't harmed. There's not, the only slavery, slavery that we have in America is the trafficking of children and women, the sex uh, trafficking, the, even in like China with the uh, child sweat markets and sweat labor. You know, I mean, yeah, that that's slavery. That's modern day slavery. But we don't have that traditional style, so, uh, you know, slavery. So Asheville was one of the cities in North Carolina that did the reparations. They approved it. And, you know, it led to a whole lot of division. And that's exactly what evil wants. Evil wants us divided. Thankfully, as Christians, you know, we're we're trying to grant grace, you know, because we were given mercy that we didn't deserve and the grace to enter into heaven so and to be saved. So we have to offer grace as well. And now I'm going to get off my soapbox for a moment, and we're going to get back on to Lamentations 40, 340. Let us examine and probe our ways and let us return to the Lord. We lift up our heart and hands toward God in heaven. I like the pancakes and the bacon. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I was reading chat. There's somebody new in here and I don't know what their name said would be, but that's a pretty cool picture of bacon and pancakes because I love pancakes and bacon. And here we go. B-Dads, we always get on food. We have transgressed and rebelled. 
Thou hast not pardoned. Thou hast covered thyself anger and pursued us. Thou hast slain and, ha and hast not spared. Thou hast covered thyself with a cloud so that no prayer can pass through. Mere offscoring and refuse thou hast made us in the midst of the peoples. All our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Panic and pitfall have befallen us. Devastation and destruction. My eyes run down with streams of water because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. My eyes pour down unceasingly without stopping until the Lord looks down and sees from heaven. My eyes bring pain to my soul because of all the daughters of my city. My enemies without cause hunted me down like a bird. They have silenced me in the pit, placed a stone on me. Waters flowed over my head. I said, I am cut off. I called on thy name, O Lord, out of the lowest pit. Thou hast heard my voice. Do not hide thine ear from my prayer of, for relief. Thou didst draw near when I called on thee. Thou didst say, do not fear. O Lord, thou didst plead my soul's cause. Thou hast redeemed my life. O oh Lord, thou hast seen my oppression, judge my case. Thou hast seen all their vengeance, all their schemes against me. Thou hast heard their reproach, O oh Lord, all their schemes against me, the lips of my assailants and their whispering are against me all day long. Look on their sitting and their rising. I am their mocking song. Thou wilt recompense them, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Thou wilt give them hardness of heart. Thy curse will be on them. Thou wilt pursue them in anger and destroy them from under the heavens of the Lord. Mella, we're going to definitely include you in prayer at the end. Um, we'll say a prayer for that for you. I've got a couple prayers. Um, Lisa's father also we're going to pray for at the end, too. Um, she's had some scary stuff going on with her dad. And anybody else, if y'all have got any prayer requests, you can put them in the chat and we'll pray at the end. I was writing that down real quick, so that way I didn't lose it in the chat. Lamentations, chapter 4. Distress of the siege described. This one's also um, an acrostic. Um, one, two, and four are the acrostics. And that's just where um, it's each chapter corresponds to the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. 
and the first word of each verse begins with a different letter in order of the alphabet. Melly, you've applied for scholarship into the unit. What university? If you don't mind me asking. And we're glad to have you here. Bella is the name of um, my puppy doggy. And that's not an insult. I just, I like that name. Her name is Isabella. And we do, Bella, um, since you're new, we have on, now it's on Saturday mornings with Bards FM. Bards FM is also on Podbean. And I'm on Telegram as well as they are. Telegram, it's t.me slash Nikki's, N-I-K-K-I-S, Nax, N-A-K-S. Um, we have a wonderful group of prayer warriors. And on Saturday mornings now, um, we do prayer requests throughout the week um, in Telegram or people email it to me. My email is Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, at protonmail.com. Um, you can email me prayers. And then on Saturday morning now at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific time, Scott is doing a um, coffee and prayer. It's our Bended Knee Friday prayer warfare, but it's now on Saturday mornings. And we all gather online, and Scott will read the prayers we pray. And it's, it's a really nice uh, fellowship. Good morning, Song Scripture, my thoughts. Good morning, Ryan and Mary and Little Red. I didn't get to say a good morning to y'all already. My own eyes and ears, I see you're driving. Be safe. And to the others that have come in, if y'all are still here, good morning. I think some have kind of popped in and out. Oh, you're in Guan Ghana. We, I get a few people from over that, um, in that area. I say in that area, um, from Africa that listen. In. So I'm glad to have you. I cannot, I don't think I can pronounce that name of that, but we will pray. Is it Kwame? Kwame Kurma University of Science and Technology in Ghana. We'll get that prayed up good for you, though. And if you'd like to join us again, um, like I said, it's Monday and Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. All right, now to chapter four. How dark, how dark the gold has become, how the pure gold changed. The sacred stones are poured out at the corner of every street. The precious sons of Zion weighed against the fine gold. How they are regarded as earthen jars, the work of a potter's hand. So we've got H, 
T. The next one is E. Even jackals offer the breast. They nurse their young, but the daughter of my people has become cruel like ostriches in the wilderness. The tongue of the infant cleaves to the roof of its mouth because of, it, of thirst. The little ones ask for bread, but no one breaks it for them. Those who ate delicacies are desolate in the streets. Those reared in purple embrace the ash, embrace ash pits. You know, purple was a color of royalty. Or richness, um, either one. For the inequity of the daughter of my people is greater than the sin of Sodom, which was overthrown at, as in a moment and no hands were turned toward her. Her consecrated ones were purer than snow. They were whiter than milk. They were more ruddy in body than corals. Their polishing was like lapis lazuli. Their appearance is blacker than soot. They are not recognized in the streets. Their skin is shriveled on their bones. It is withered. It has become like wood. Better are those slain with the sword than those slain with hunger. For they pine away, excuse me, for they pine away being stricken for the lack of the fruits of the field. The hands of compassionate women boiled in their own children, oh, I'm sorry, boiled their own children. They became food for them. That is awful because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. Cannibalism is just, it's, it's awful. The Lord has accomplished his wrath. He has poured out his fierce anger and he has kindled a fire in Zion, which has consumed its foundations. The kings of the earth did not believe, nor did any of the inhabitants of the world that the adversary and the enemy could enter the gates of Jerusalem. Because of the sins of her prophets and the inequities of her priests, who have shed in her midst the blood of the righteous, they wandered blind in the streets. They were defiled with blood so that no one could touch their garments. Depart, unclean, they cried of, they cried of themselves. Depart, depart, do not touch. So they fled away and they fled and wandered men. I'm sorry, I just messed that all up. So they fled and wandered. Men among the nations said, they shall not continue to dwell with us. The presence of the Lord has scattered them. He will not continue to regard them. They did not honor the priests. They did not favor the elders. Yet our eyes failed. Looking for help was useless in our watching. We have watched for a nation that could not save. They hunted our steps so that we could not walk in our streets. Our end drew near. Our days were finished for our end had come. Our pursuers were swifter than the eagles of the sky. They chased us on the mountains. They waited in ambush for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the Lord's anointed, was captured in their pits, of whom we had said, under his shadow, we shall live among the nations. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Eden, Edom, who dwells in the land of us, but the cup will come around to you as well. 
You will become drunk and make yourself naked. Just a moment, sorry guys. This verse was also in Job 1 1. I was trying to get to the page there. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. I just remembered us. We had read that whenever um, we were reading Job. The punishment of your inequity has been completed, O daughter of Zion. He will exile you, exile you no longer, but he will punish your inequity, O daughter of Eden. Edom. He will expose your sins. It's like you can't hide from your sins. Lamentations chapter 5, and this is the last chapter of Lamentations. It's a prayer for mercy. Remember, O Lord, what has befallen us. Look and see our reproach. Our inheritance has been turned over to strangers, our houses to aliens. We have become orphans without a father. Our mothers are like widows. We have to pay for our drinking water. Our wood comes to us at a price. Our pursuers are at our necks. We are worn out. There is no rest for us. We have, uh, we have, sub oh goodness. We have submitted to Egypt and Assyria to get enough bread. It is definitely Monday. My words are all twisted up. Our fathers sinned and are no more. It is we who have borne their inequities. Slaves rule over us. There is no one to deliver us from their hand. We get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the sword in the wilderness. Our skin has become as hot as an oven because of the burning heat of famine. They ravished the women in Zion, the virgins in the cities of Judah. Princes were hung by their hands. Elders were not respected. Young men worked at the grinding mill and youths stumbled under loads of wood. Elders are gone from the gate, young men from their music. The joy of our hearts has ceased. Our dancing has been turned into mourning. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. Because, our, because of this, our heart is faint. Because of these things, our eyes are dim. Because of Mount Zion, which lies desolate, foxes prowl in it. Thou, O Lord, dost rule forever. Thy throne is from generation to generation. Why dost thou forget us forever? Why dost thou forsake us so long? Restore us to thee, O Lord, that we may be restored. Renew our days as of old, unless thou hast utterly rejected us and art exceedingly angry with us. And that is the end of Lamentations.
for those of y'all that missed it on Thursday, I'm not going to start Ezekiel Thursday. We're going to start it on Monday, next Monday. But I am going to have a show um, next Thursday. It'll just, or this coming Thursday. It just um, I'll probably read something from the Founder's Bible. I'm going to let Lord, the Lord guide me um, and just kind of see where that goes. Thank you, Song Scripture, my thoughts. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, can I play us some music while um, I take prayer requests? Give me just a second. I'm not going to play all of this song. I'll just play part of it because it's a long one. That's also elevation worship. Um, if y'all can't hear it, let me know. When there is no way, you're gonna make a way.
testimony. If you have a testimony, you should testify. Come on, if you've seen him move mountains, you should testify. If you've seen him open up doors, testify. All right, do we have any other prayer request? All right, I just wrote that one down for you, uh, for your mom. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and go into prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you allowed us to gather together to worship you, to have fellowship, and to get closer to you by going through your word. Um just like with the lamentations like we covered today, you know, there is a, a consequence of our sins and we must repent and then you will make a way, God. So we ask that you forgive us, Father, for our sins, for our transgressions. We repent. And, and Father, we ask for your interventions in our world right now. We've got a lot of... Um, natural disasters and man-made disasters a lot of um, people that are hungry and people that don't know where they're going to be sleeping or where their next meal is coming from people that are weary um, after going you know either losing a job or just seeing the da the daily um, negativity in the news and all of the the worrisome things god you tell us not to have fear and so i'm praying that all here that are listening now uh live and those that are going to be listening later on i pray that they don't have the fear the only fear that they have the only fear any of us should have is fear of the lord god many many are losing that fear Bibles are being removed out of out of public places. They used to be all in the hotel rooms, and now they're not as much. And and Father, we're seeing your word being taken out, your name being taken out of many places that it used to be. And so, Father, we we ask for the restoral. We ask for the repentance. We ask for these people to for you to intervene, either harden their hearts, and like you did with pharaoh father or um allow a message or a word from one of us to be able to inspire them to change to guide them to you father to help rescue them to to get them to the abcs of accepting jesus and believing that he was that he died and was resurrected from the dead and they confess with their mouths their sins and repent father it's that easy for salvation and, and you so 
so wonderfully, so mercifully, less, so mercifully give us that grace that allows us to be saved. And so, Father, we just want that for those that are lost. We want that for those that are weak. We want strength for those that that feel the weight of everything on their shoulders, Father. We pray that they take that burden off their shoulders and they give it to you, that they speak it all out to you, God, because you are the one that will help. You are the one that will give them what they need, Father. We just have to lay it at your feet and let go and let you do what you do, Father. Thank you for blessing us so wonderfully as you have. You're such a great God, an ever-loving God that just wants the best for his children. And Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for that blessing of love that you show us, the blessing of the wisdom that you give us, the discernment that you give us, and, and for the ability to be able to love through people doing us wrong, to be able to love through those that are ignorant and don't know you, Father. Thank you for giving us that grace to have with others that even though sometimes we may not agree or get frustrated, Father, I thank you for, for giving me the comfort and giving us all the comfort and the, the words to use, not of anger, but of grace. Thank you for that amazing grace, Father, the amazing grace that saved us. And Father, today we come to you with some very heavy prayer requests, Father, that we need your intervention for, for Bella we pray um, for your grace for her to speak to you. She's applied for a scholarship to the university, and she needs your help, Father. She needs your resources to guide her and to help her with this. For our sister Lisa, whose father had tried to kill himself with a shotgun in the hospital that sent him home and would not do a 72-hour hold because he voluntarily come in. For Lisa and for her father, for her stepmom and her brothers and her family father i lift her father up to you i lift her dad to you god and and i just ask that whatever is going on to give him the thoughts that he has no hope that maybe he'd be reminded of jeremiah and lamentations especially with chapter five where there is hope because you're an ever kind ever loving kind Father, you you don't want to be cruel. You want goodness for us. So, Father, we pray that goodness goes through Lisa's dad and, and takes evil thoughts that the devil's put in his mind that the only way out is suicide because, Father, that's not a way out. That's a greedy way that, that Satan is using to manipulate her dad and to cause disruption in that family. So, Father, we rebuke it. We rebuke it by the name of Jesus that was the blood on the cross. We rebuke it. We send it back. We tell it to go away, to leave Lisa's dad alone, to leave her family alone. Father, for song scripture, my thoughts, son-in-law Zeke, may he get some relief from this pain that he's having in his stomach, that whatever goes that's going on, that did it clear up? We're we are declaring that now that it's gonna be healed. He's gonna be he's gonna be better. He's not gonna be in pain. He's not gonna be suffering. And her daughter, with this interview today, Father, I pray that it's your will that she get this job if it's the right door. 
If not, Father, then close all of the wrong doors. Open the correct doors for her and for others like her. They're looking for that right job, that right work. Father, guide her there. And for her husband's knee pain, Father, she's... There's many attacks on this family that I'm seeing. And Father, we know the closer we get to you, the more evil tries to intervene and tries to put his hand in there to get us down, to make us lose faith and hope and to cause us harm. But Father, you don't want us to be harmed. So her dad and her mom, or sorry, her husband and her mom and her son-in-law that are all having health issues with either knee pain or streaking, um, red streaking in her eye or Zeke's stomach pain. Father, we just lift that up to you and declare that it be relieved and all be well. Father, for Ryan's friend who's in the hospital with his kidney shut down, we don't know why, why people still went against what the advice that we were given and and trying to help them with father because you give us that wisdom to help others from getting these these vaccinations that are causing so much more harm than any good and and so many are succumbing to it so father we we ask you now for intervention for healing and father we just we want all this poison out of the people's bodies out of your children's bodies so it doesn't cause them harm, Father. And, and we tried. We we spoke and we tried to lead them away and, and advise them. But they were still able to be manipulated. So, Father, we pray that they repent for what they did and not trusting in you, Father. And we pray that, that healing is granted. Um, maybe he'll seek out Dr. Merritt's, Dr. Lee Merritt's parasite protocol because that's had some good relief the fembendazole father and 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 some kind of detox that'll cleanse out these poisons these toxins from his body father we just pray that that can find a way to heal him something you could do that all that lay hands on ryan's friend that they do it with your wisdom and your guidance father that nothing you'll evil is allowed to touch him anymore and that you our ultimate healer our ultimate physician make him well and father for our bedad pheno 21 she's asked for prayer um, for ohio they have a special election tomorrow um, to protect their state constitution and father we seek to have you um, intervene in this as well, Father, because you give us our rights, not some politician, not some lawmaker that's padding their pockets while stealing money out of those that need it. Father, we, we pray that, that your will is done in this case, and we know that Evil is never going to prevail over you, Father. Evil is never going to trump good. It's been declared. It's been seen time and time again. Evil doesn't win. You win. So, Father, show out big time right now. Show show your work. Show your wonder. Show the magnificent beauty of your hand 
and we just pray that you you get in here to all of these lives all of these people that are needing you we all need you every day today and each day that you just use us father to do your work to help you do your work as you wish as you made us complete to do your work you woke us up today we have purpose so father guide us to that purpose show us that purpose give us clarity as to what it is and father i pray that we all see it and that we fulfill each day that work that you give us we're all in father we're all in with you and we're all in leading others to help find and follow Jesus because that's what this is about. It's not about material things. It's not about how much one has versus another because I could have nothing. And Father, I know that you're going to give me all that I need. I needn't worry. None of us need worry that we may not seem like we have a lot, but we have everything because we have Jesus. We have the amazing grace that saves us. So Father, thank you for that. Thank you for Jesus, and it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Oh, guys, I got a little fired up. It makes me so mad with Lisa, um, and she, she gave me permission to share her prayer today on here because I know that we're more, we're two or more gathered. That's where God's going to be, and it doesn't have to be. You know, we've got seven people online in the chat, right? And that's perfectly fine with me. I don't need 200 people or 50 people or nothing like that. This comfortable, intimate group, God's going to work. God's going to work. He's going to hear our prayers and he's going to react. But Lisa's uh, stepmom took her father to the hospital and because... He went willingly instead of being forced to go. They would not do a hold. Um, she took him into the emergency room last night telling them that he tried to kill himself by shooting himself with a shotgun. And they said because he voluntarily came in, they would not admit him for a 72-hour hold. So he's at home now. He had a stroke 16 years ago, and it's... I'm sorry. It's been very hard for him to communicate. She sent her brothers and sisters a text message asking them to go over there in person because she's there. I guess they're in Wisconsin. That's where she's from, and she's in Florida now. Yeah, and they're all in Wisconsin. Um, she's just she's just praying that um, the Lord gives him discernment regarding the decisions he's making. So if you guys can keep Lisa's dad in your prayers, it's a scary thing, especially with suicide, because, you know, suicide completely separates you from God. In my beliefs, there is no coming back from that. There is no repentance, you know, you can't, I mean, once you're dead, you can't repent for doing, oh, I'm sorry, God, I didn't mean to kill myself. And, and that's what's so hard is that when someone kills themselves, we know that they're likely not going to be into heaven. And that's, that's sad. You know, we, we want our family and our loved ones and our friends to be in heaven. We don't want them to suffer in hell. I mean, Jesus spent 
what was it, six hours in Sheol, which is, is the, there's no light, this complete darkness. And he suffered through that for us. Yeah, some scripture. We have to wait for God's timing. Um, it, it's We think that we have our own schedule and that we, we should have things on a certain time frame, but we're, that's not for us to decide. God give us day and night. He separated the day, you know, a full day, bus, day and night, sun up, sun down. And there's no particular hour, you know. There's not a one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. You know, so that's, that's something that man did. And we've got to get out of that thinking. I'm one of the biggest ones to not be patient. And God is teaching me patience right now um, through different people and in different situations. I'm learning patience. I'm learning better patience. I've always had, I've, I've known about patience. I just don't exercise it very well. So, you know, it's just something that, that helps remind us. But if y'all keep her in your prayer, that would be wonderful. Guys, I'm going to close it out with the song that I, I started it with. And that is Bye Bye Babylon. It's Valley Boys and Elevation Worship. When the music ends, I'll go ahead and stop it. You guys have a wonderful, blessed day. I'll be back on Thursday at 11 a.m. with Sister on Scripture. And I will see you guys online. Thank you all for being here. I, I very much appreciate having you guys here and, and spending this hour with me. So thank you very much. Daughters of Zion, weep no more. Pack your bags, we're going home. Shake off your captivity. Today is a day we shall be free. Bye, 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 bye.
Children shall be free. Bye, 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 bye.